Hello and welcome to the podcast, UFO Warning. If you've been following the podcast recently, you know that we've covered quite a bit about uh, the three Navy cockpit videos that were released, uh, Mr. Tom DeLong's group. You also know that we've been talking about Representative Walker out of North Carolina that can't seem to get any answers from the Navy. Well, there's been a bit of a development the last couple days, and the Navy admits UFOs are real. That's the headline. Navy admits UFOs are real. After decades of denial, the United States Navy has finally admitted UFOs, or what they call unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, are real. And when you know it, they would have to change the name of the things before they admit they were real. Before we move on here, let's take a minute to look at what the Navy's actually doing. They are changing the very definition of what a UFO is. No longer are we talking about objects, we're talking about phenomena. So is it a spaceship or is it heat lightning? By throwing UFO out the window and labeling these things as UAP, the Navy is free to make up whatever nonsense they wish to explain them away. A hundred years of denial cannot be swept under the rug by simply changing the last two letters of an acronym. But, wouldn't you know it, that's what the Navy wants to do. This is what all big government wants to do. Big government, deep state, whatever you want to call these guys, the people that know, there's two sides, those that know and those that don't know. Anytime there's some kind of disclosure like this, the first thing they do is they change the verbiage. They come out and they change the subject. What would you do if you're trying to lie to somebody? What's the first rule of a, of, a, of a magician? Deception and distraction. So the Navy's doing two things here. They're using deception and distraction. They're not explaining why they call them phenomena. They're just saying this is what we're going to call them. Now for the last, what, 70 years we've been talking about unidentified flying objects. And I think we've all come to the realization that there are probably unidentified flying objects, which are physical things you could touch. I mean, there's been dozens and dozens of cases of these. There's even been physical evidence left at the scenes, and we've covered this in many of the podcasts. You can go back and look. But there's also been types of UFOs that have been described by, I think, Native Americans called them shapeshifters, where they appear to be one thing and then they morph into another shape. They're and they almost seem to transition in and out of a physical condition. And then there are some UFOs that we see, uh, the balls of fire, plasma, whatever you want to call them, that just seem to be some sort of phenomenon, like lightning would be a phenomenon. I mean, they're almost like a light-based organism that there's no way that you could fit these things into any kind of category of physicality. We all understand that. And we all use the same term, UFO. We don't need to make up a new term to know what we're talking about. But by the Navy taking control of the acronym that we're all supposed to use here, UAPs. You know, the first time I seen Cackles use this, I thought, my gosh, what are they doing? They're trying to take control of the verbiage. They're trying to take control of the dialogue. And once they have control of the dialogue, they have control of you. That's what you have to remember about any of these things. And I don't care if it's UFOs, if it's a political point you're trying to make. 
Once the other person takes care to take control of the narrative, the verbiage, they've got you. Because now they're talking about what they're talking about. They're not talking about what you're talking about anymore. So I'm a little bit upset about the fact that the Navy has to come out and pretend like we haven't been using the word UFO for the last 70 years. No, they're smarter than us. They're going to use the term unidentified aerial phenomena, and you're all going to go along with it. Well, not me. Now, Tucker Carlson has a video, and Tucker has like a three-minute excerpt from Fox with Tucker talking to Nick Pope. And really a good little three-minute interview. And Tucker really, he, he just breaks the whole thing down, and so does Nick. Now, Tuck, Tucker Carlson and Nick Pope uh, break down the Navy, and it's up to Nick, maybe gives, a, I think Nick Pope gives the best reason for the Navy's lack of disclosure. At some point, toward the end of the interview, when Tucker's asking him about what these things are, what the Navy hasn't been talking about, and why, you know, why they won't give disclosure, Pope says, he says, it's maybe something too terrible to be told. Maybe something too terrible to be told. Now think about that for a second. Too terrible to be told. He actually said that, and he wasn't joking. This is a former intelligence uh, guy, Nick Pope. What does he know that we don't know, or what does he suspect that we're not being told about? And I have to wonder, maybe this is why the Navy's changing the definition of UFO. For years and years and years, people were programmed to think, oh, they're unidentified flying objects, and there's ET inside of them, and they're so wonderful, they're coming here to bring peace, it's going to be awesome. And then all of a sudden, the Navy says, yeah, they're real, but they're not objects, they're phenomena. And maybe by saying they're not objects, they're phenomena, what they're really saying is, is these things are so complicated, we can't begin to understand them, number one. And number two, maybe they ain't that nice. Maybe they're so terrible, the Navy doesn't want to talk about them. Has anybody thought about that? While well, the Pope is running around calling them our space brothers, Nick Pope, the other Pope, is saying, maybe they're too terrible to talk about. Just let that think, let that sink in for one minute. Maybe they're too terrible to talk about. This is the same thing that you hear when you talk to Native Americans about skinwalkers and the little people and all these strange, and the red-haired giants, all these strange phenomena that we've, that has been reported to us by Native Americans for a couple hundred years now. And when you get right down to it, when you hear from a lot of these Native Americans, what they're telling you is they're too terrible to talk about. If you talk about them, you'll empower them. So we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. It's too terrible. We don't talk about that. Well, in America, we can't help ourselves. We talk about everything and probably talk about a lot of things that we shouldn't talk about. And finally... For whatever reason, the Navy has released these three very incriminating videos to this private organization made up of a rock star and former deep staters. Wow, isn't that strange? 
and in the middle of it, it gets out from it gets away from them. They come out and they say, "Oh, this stuff should never have been released." Well, if it shouldn't have been released, it must have been classified. No, 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 no. It wasn't classified, but it shouldn't have been released. And then when this representative Walker from North Carolina comes along and says, Hey, hey, I'm in here. I'm in the U.S. government. I want to hear about this. He writes them a letter. They say, Oh, no, 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 we didn't get a letter. Well, then I'm online looking this week, and I have to ask for forgiveness because I could not find the link. But I'd read where the Navy had uh, responded to Mr. Walker, uh, and I don't even think in writing. I think it was just through some general statement where they said, Hey, bud, we're looking into this. We take it seriously. Don't worry about it. Well, that's not a response. He asked them for data. I haven't seen any data printed out lately. And I'll tell you something else that happened to Mr. Walker this week. That seems a little weird if you ask me. Mr. Walker, who happens to be on the committee, the House Committee for Homeland Security, he's on the subcommittee, he's a ranking member, all right? So it's controlled by the Democrats right now, and he's a Republican, so he's a ranking member. So he's kind of a big deal. Well, right in the middle of him being in the news and coming out and publicly saying, he put it online, Political had it all over, Representative Walker, Mark Walker, wants to know why the Navy's not talking to him. He sent them an official request in July, I think, 28th or 31st, and he ain't heard back. And he's in the middle of this press war with the Navy while they're giving out this stuff to Tom DeLong, while they're claiming, you know, at one point, oh, it's classified, no, it's not classified, yes, you can have it, well, the public shouldn't have had it, well, our friends can look at it, but the public can't look at it. And Mr. Walker, yeah, we haven't heard from you. And he's saying, yes, you have heard from me. Right in the middle of all that, in the middle of all that, he gets called up to a very important meeting by the Democrats about white nationalism and the danger of white nationalists. Really? Really? You have some type of craft phenomena, whatever you call it, doing things that it shouldn't be able to do, mocking our fighter jets, mocking them, playing with them like a cat playing with a little bell. But some redneck with a hunting rifle is all of a sudden a bigger threat. The segment of the population that's probably the most patriotic out of anybody because somebody wants to have their own country, they're called a nationalist. And because their skin color happens to be a lighter tone than someone else's, they're called a white nationalist. This all of a sudden is a major problem. we got to get Walker up here right now. Yes, U.S. Representative Mark Walker, according to this government website, and it's linked here on the, on the blog spot, it's linked, U.S. Representative Mar Mark Walker, Republican, North Carolina, today is ranking member of the House Committee on Homeland Security Subcommittee on Intelligence and Counterterrorism, delivered an opening statement at a joint subcommittee hearing entitled, Meeting the Challenge of White Nationalist Terrorism at Home and Abroad. And I read the statement, and he, he limps his way through it. But the premise is nuts. A bunch of white rednecks are just hanging around looking to take over the country. Well, it wasn't the, the white rednecks that drug us through the last three years 
of imaginary Russian collusion. It wasn't the white rednecks that tried to overthrow a sitting president, okay? This is nonsense. Mr. Walker has challenged the Navy. He has demanded disclosure from them. And you may be a Democrat or a Republican, but at least the man had the courage to stand up to the U.S. Navy and demand disclosure. When was the last time you saw somebody do that? And when they just stonewalled him and he called them out? Guess what happens? Mr. Walker gets called up to Washington, D.C. And if Mr. Mr. Walker doesn't say the right things, we're going to call him a racist. And then it's going to be all over for Mr. Walker because everybody knows that a racist is no good. Well, Walker got up there and he gave his little speech and he got his way through it. And when he got done, it says here, Walker made his displeasure about the short notice known. He says, and I quote, Before closing, I do want to raise a concern that today's hearing was scheduled with very little advance notice to the minority side. That would be the Republicans. That is not how the Committee on Homeland Security has worked in the past, especially this subcommittee. And I hope this is an anomaly, and going forward, the majority will work in good faith to provide more notice, particularly on hearings and roundtables related to threats to the homeland. Well, I guess that'll learn him. Some things are just too terrible to talk about, and that's why we call them UAPs. That's what we have for today, kids. If you like the broadcast, stop by Anchor and drop off a couple bucks because it's important we get the word out. And you can see what's happening here. When a good man in a position with a little bit of authority asks for disclosure and doesn't get it, and then he demands disclosure and he tells people what's happening to him, they drag him up in front of the whole crowd and they do their very best to make him look like a dirty, no-good racist. This is the power that we're up against. This is truth against deception. And people need to wake up. If you like what you hear here, stop by and contribute at Anchor FM. That's it for now. Over and out.